Wellness. What is it? Is it for a practicing Muslim? Let's explore the similarities between Islam and popular wellness beliefs and practices as we discuss wellness in Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to all of my Muslim sisters and brothers. Peace and greetings to any non-Muslim listeners. I am your host, Dr. Walina Brooks, and you are listening to Wellness in Islam. Today's episode, inshallah, is going to be somewhat different. In the past episodes, we've been discussing current or trendy self-care fads, different beliefs or practices. But today, I just really wanted to do things a little bit different and just share with you some of my thoughts, my reflections. It's all still in alignment with self-care. It's all still in alignment with uh, spiritual practices, so to speak, but not necessarily anything that is being talked about in wellness or self-care circles as something fashionable, trendy, must do. And so... I'm sitting here actually with some tea. I'm going to have me a cup and maybe you'll want to make yourself a cup as well as we just sit here and talk about some things. So, and maybe you'll hear me kind of stir my cup up. (laughs) But I've really been thinking over the past couple of days and so to some degree I feel like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has really just put this on my heart, first and foremost, for me to benefit from, but then, inshallah, to benefit whoever will benefit from it, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. I truly feel as if right now, I am in a really good place, and Allah knows best. I feel like I'm in a really good place spiritually mentally, emotionally. And to be completely honest, this isn't the first time that I've felt like I was in this space, but it does seem like it has been a really long time since I've been here. And after being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing me to be alive, for allowing me to be here physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I then think that one of the things that has really helped me arrive at this place over the past couple of weeks is that I have started being more conscious, more intentional, and more deliberate about who I give ear to, what I listen to, what I look at, what I allow my ears and my eyes to consume. 
And so today I just really want to talk about the level of noise that is in the space of seeking Islamic knowledge. Every now and then, I would intentionally stop listening to uh, some of my favorite callers to Islam, some of my favorite students of knowledge, right? And really just focus on reading, spending more time with the Quran, reflecting over tafsir. And so the past couple of weeks, I've been doing that as well. And that is because the space of seeking knowledge has become very noisy. Just about any time you log on to social media, there is someone going live. There are, depending on who you follow, who's all on your timeline, who you've favorited, there may even be several different lives occurring at one time. It literally seems as if everybody is talking. And so with everyone talking, it can just get really loud and you can become totally distracted from what it is that you really need to be focusing on. We so frequently will say, that everybody is on their own journey, right? The path is the same. It's the straight path, that path that is leading us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But how you arrive at your end point and how I arrive at my end point will most certainly, and Allah knows best, be different. Because Allah tests and tries us in different ways. Our life circumstances are different. Our responsibilities and priorities are different. And so our journey can therefore not look the same. Same path, different journeys. But yet, when we're constantly trying to listen to everyone, right? We're trying to listen every time that popular student goes live. Or we're trying to listen to uh, every class that a particular speaker hold. We are essentially being placed on perhaps a path, perhaps a, a, a journey different than our own. Most of the time when these different speakers, lecturers, students are speaking, Allah knows best, they are speaking because it is either something that they're really interested in themselves It is something that they think that perhaps their more local community or maybe community at large can actually benefit from. Or perhaps it's something that they have been asked to speak about, right? And we see this frequently with different conferences or conventions, seminars. There's a theme. And so you know that everybody that is speaking has been asked to speak about something in particular. But when we, the lay people, right, are trying to listen to everything that student so-and-so does, 
then we're to some degree being led. We're being led in our seeking of knowledge, in our study, right? In our attention by this particular individual. And I'm not criticizing anything that they are necessarily talking about. But who is to say that that is what you need to be focused on right then and there? And this was something that happened to me um, some months back, I think. I really had gotten to a point where I really wanted to delve back into Allah's names and attributes. And then I saw where someone was doing a particular course. And I started to pay that attention. And unlike perhaps some people, I really don't have a ton of free time, meaning a lot of my time is consumed with work, then with family affairs, right? Trying to perhaps be somewhat active, running errands, all of these types of things. So when I really sit down and look at my schedule, there's not a tremendous amount of time. And sometimes I find it hard to get in those things that I really want to do. So if it's really for me, if it's something that I really want to do to focus on something in particular, I really have to be more deliberate and intentional about who and what I give my attention to. Because the reality is, is that most of these talks, these lives, these classes, they're being recorded. And so when I get to that point to where I want to study Let's use Allah's names and attributes again. I could probably go online and actually find someone that I trust, someone whose religion I trust, to somewhat help me and assist me with my course of study. I don't necessarily have to tune in right then and there. I think one of the situations or one of the problems that arises when people are constantly talking. There's so many people talking, right? Is that we are distracted from doing that, which may benefit us most. While there are definitely scholars and students of knowledge who are really giving classes steeped with knowledge Explaining what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in his book, explaining the hadith of the Prophet, وسلم, explaining to us his sunnah. The reality is a lot of people are just talking and in some ways talking about things that they have absolutely no knowledge of. And aside from those individuals who are actually really giving us that knowledge of Allah said and his messenger وسلم, said, we could really be spending our time connecting ourselves to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We could really spend some of our time trying to go in and understand the seerah to reading and looking into the hadith and before anybody accuses me of such, I'm not saying that we do not need the people of knowledge. I'm not saying that. But I'm also saying that you constantly listening to a lecture, you constantly tuning into lives, right? From people who are less than 
scholars in the first place. It's not necessarily you seeking knowledge either. And I think that it has distracted us so that people aren't reading anymore. People aren't reading the books of the scholars with explanations in them. We're totally disconnected. And now it's all listening to this speaker, that speaker, whoever is popular. And we're being distracted from things that would actually benefit us more. And so this particular, I'm going to take a sip of my tea, y'all. That's good. Alhamdulillah. But I just really wanted to say that, right? That we have to get back to really using our time wisely. And it actually is an Islamic uh, practice. It's a practice of Muslims who have come before us to every now and then seek some type of solitude, to seek some type of quiet, where it is just you and remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is just really hard to do when it is noisy. SubhanAllah, just last night, after I had already thought for the past couple of days that I wanted to actually talk about this, I was looking at my tablet Twitter, I believe. (laughs) And there was an article stating that some neuroscientists have started to look into the benefits from a health standpoint, mental health, emotional health, physical health, in regards to the importance of silence. I wasn't able to really fully read the article because you had to pay for it. Um, But thankfully, whoever was tweeting it did like a tweet thread, right? And they were highlighting key points. And so it was said that there is a certain amount of silence that we really do need in our life. I'm going to say in our day where you just have the opportunity to think and to sit with yourself. One of the favorite things that of mine that I like to do is to actually do what I call float therapy. And it's really just sensory deprivation, right? I'm in a pod of water. It's just quiet. And I just sit there and I just float. And Allah knows best. Allah knows uh, what I say. He's the best witness. But whenever I do it, I get in and immediately I just remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And it feels amazing. There's no sound. It's just me floating, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then I ultimately sometimes fall asleep. And I'm sure it's not necessarily the safest, but alhamdulillah, Allah has kept me safe every time. (laughs) But it's just really important to get quiet sometimes within ourselves and to allow ourselves to be in situations of silence. So that we can really have that solitude with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And right now with social media, it has given everyone a voice. And you have people who are talking that should never be talking. But if you give someone a mic and someone decides to listen, then depending on how much is within that person of wanting to be seen, of wanting to be heard, they're going to continue to talk. And so I know it sounds somewhat funny me saying this because here I am with a podcast. I have no Islamic credentials whatsoever. I do not. 
And that is why I have said from the very beginning that this podcast was really going to be more about just discussing different wellness and self-care trends, which I do have knowledge of, and showing on a basic level what Islam has. That's it. I'm not issuing any type of rulings. I'm not trying to explain anything. And even with that, I do try to do some type of research, exercise some due diligence to make sure that what I'm saying is not completely wrong. But I would even say with this particular podcast, if nothing that I say resonates with you, you don't find it interesting, regardless of maybe you being a friend of mine or whatever, then don't listen. Use whatever time you would spend listening to this podcast to do something of real benefit. Who from amongst us has time to just waste? And that is that that is my thing. I am big on time. Anyone who knows that knows that I am big on time. Who has time to waste? And so right before I came on, because once again, I do try to do some type of research uh, to just make sure that nothing I'm about to say is just completely wrong. I did come across a particular Athar statement. It was actually from Ibn Abbas. Um, And it says that Bukhari did, in fact, transmit this. But it says that Ikrima reported Ibn Abbas as saying, Talk to the people once every Friday. But if you object, then twice. And if you want more, then three times. But do not weary the people with this Quran. And do not let me find you coming to the people when they are talking about their concerns, interrupting them in their talk by addressing them. And so wearying them. Keep silent. And when they request you, talk to them at a time when they want it. Look out for rhymed prose and supplications and avoid it. For I know that God's messenger and his companions did not use it. And so for me, just looking at this particular statement on a basic level, this is Ibn Abbas. May Allah be pleased with him warning about Wearing the people with the Quran, saying only talk to the people once a week. If you have to do more than that, then twice, don't go over three times. Don't weary people with this Quran, meaning don't just constantly browbeat the people. Because sometimes when there's things just constantly, it's just that repetition, it starts to lose its effectiveness. And so, you know, just think about like back in the day, (laughs) back in the day for me anyway, when we heard of a lecture or a conference coming up, myself and my family, we would always usually get pretty excited excited at the idea that we would be able to potentially attend this conference and it would be a time period, a day or two, where we would be able to hear different religious talks. And we looked forward to it for that reason. 
But in today's times when everybody is constantly talking, at any time you can open up your gadget and there is going to be someone giving a live, there's going to be something on YouTube, right? There's a class being streamed online. When there are actual conferences, Allah knows best, people aren't excited about going anymore. Attendance is probably lower than what it had been in years past because it's nothing special. People are able to do this every day from the comfort of their home. And once again, while I'm not suggesting or I'm not insinuating that anyone from the students, from the different dais, the the uh, scholars are getting on or in front of the people and just talking about completely random stuff. I think it is important for us to every now and then really determine how much of this religious talk is actually religious. Am I really walking away feeling more fulfilled, feeling closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than when I started listening? And if not, regardless of how popular the speaker is, I think it's really for us to figure out what better things we could be doing with our time. I hope that all of what I'm saying is making sense. You know, we are all familiar with the statement that the best speech is Allah's book and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And so that is what we should really be busying ourselves with. And it's a whole lot easier to do when your senses aren't being pulled in 50 million different directions, when it's quiet and you can actually think. I always say it at the end of the podcast with my closing, but truly, if anything that I have said in this particular episode is wrong, then it is from myself and from the shaitan. And anything that I have said that is correct or has any benefit in it whatsoever is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I just really wanted to share with you all that because it has been something that has truly been on my mind. And since becoming more deliberate, more intentional, more focused on what it is that I consume with my ears and with my eyes, I am feeling as if I am in a better place than I was perhaps months ago. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Because whatever we are constantly giving our attention to, Whatever we are focusing on, I should say, is what we are really giving our attention to. And so if you want to actually really better your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is what you have to give your attention to. But that may not be what you need to do, what you need to work on may not be what is actually being discussed on that live it may not actually be the class that is currently going on in even your local masjid. I don't think we sit with ourselves enough and really question ourselves as to what it is that we are in need of. What do we need to correct about ourselves? 
What diseases do we have an idea maybe in our heart? And what is the cure for that? We have spent so much time focusing on the external, right? And to even some degree, that's why we are tuning into these different lives and we're participating in these different classes or whatever, right? Because we want to be seen. We want everyone to know that we were there, we were attending. We've become so concerned with the external, with the physical, with the obvious, with the apparent. And doing that real inner work of ourselves, right? Because whatever is in the heart is what is going to manifest on the lambs. This was like Islam 101. But we've become so focused on the external. So it is a reminder to myself first and foremost. And then once again, for whoever it may benefit, a reminder to just every now and then try to go quiet yourself, right? And to just try to quiet the noise around you. Once again, anything that I've said is that is wrong is from myself and Shaitan, and anything that is of benefit is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And until the next episode, I leave you in the care of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I sincerely hope that you all enjoyed today's episode and by Allah's permission, benefited from it in some kind of way. Please be sure to check the show notes for any links or approximate translations of Arabic words or phrases I may have used. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your family and friends. Lastly, anything that I said that was correct is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anything I said that was incorrect is from my own self and the evil of shaitan. Subhanaka lahumma wa bihamdik Ash'adu an la ilaha illa ant Astaghfiraka wa atubu ilayk